Good evening, fight fans. You are listening to a Rattlegen Broadcasting Network alternative commentary for Javonta Tank Davis versus Is it Cruz for the WBA? You just call him Is it Cruz? No, I said Isaac. 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 You know what? What's, what kills me about that is I wanted to call him Isaac, and I, I kept hearing them pronounce it as um as Isaac and I looked at my wife and I'm just like I don't understand anything and she was like yeah that's how they pronounce it over there <laughs> and I was like yeah this is America his name is Isaac and she's like you're wildly all you are welcome to call him whatever you would like to call him I can't stop you I'm just saying Isaac went, Cruz the fact that you went to is it which is like a magic I said gathering Isaac. I know I I said Isaac for okay, folks, the sure. person you hear correcting me, as he likes to do, is Robert Winfrey, your uh, combat sports extraordinaire expert, Ooh, expert on I things. Got to, I got to extraordinaire this time. Fancy. Yeah. Um, calling himself Arwin R. Scheister. You're funny. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> anyway. Uh, for, okay, for the record, I, I need to explain the origin of this one-time gag. Uh, yeah. Uh, one of the guys in my SmackDown live thread, uh, live mm-hmm. coverage thread, referred to me as Arwin, which is the, just continuing the long tradition. I I blame Alex Rodriguez for this. Of mm-hmm. uh, the first letter of someone's first name hyphen, the first like three to four. So I'd be Amrad. Yes. Okay. And I have an aunt that does this, but that's mostly because through some just pure serendipity, all of my brothers and I are named after, uh, have the same first names as one of her ex-husbands. So someone, point being, someone in my commentary thread called me Arwen. And the the longtime commentator in the 411 Wrestling Zone who has the uh, discus handle of Scott Steiner responded with Arwen R. Scheister, and I told him I was going to steal it for this. Cool. Well, this fight between Cruz and Javonta Davis is for the WBA regular lightweight title. Uh, right now in the ring is Cruz, and we are waiting on Tank to come out. Before we do... sombrero. <laughs> before we do, in 50 words or less, last night was another lightweight tilt. Uh, we had Devin Haney taking on Jojo Diaz. Uh, close fight. Closer than the scorecards would have had, you believe. Certainly uh, were, a couple of them. There was there was a uh, an argument to be made that Jojo Diaz won that fight. I was curious. Pat asked me, Pat Mullen asked me um, what my scorecards look like. And I said, you know, I mean, I wasn't scoring necessarily around my round that closely. I was watching it very casually. But I, if I had to take a stab in the dark at it, I had it at, I had it at 7-5. What did you, uh, how did you see the Devin Haney, Jojo Diaz fight? Uh, much like you, I wasn't really scoring it while watching it. I kind of just half watched it earlier today. Mm-hmm. I think I added a draw. Uh, yeah, there was an argument made for that as well. Look, I don't think 7-5 for either guy is wrong. I mean, that those are perfectly defensible scores. The 117 to 111 that yes. was handed in for Devin Haney, that, that, was, that was Canelo levels of cluckified. I, I was going to say, that was mailed score. in ahead of time. Yeah, pretty, pretty clearly that was that that uh, judge wasn't watching the fight. He was reading uh, classic, uh, classic pornography literature, you know, uh, Fannie Mae 
that sort of thing. Uh, he was not watching the fight. I'm sure you're more up to speed on classic <laughs> adult <laughs> literature in that particular respect. I, I I've am. written papers on it in college. No, no joke. I'm sure you have. Like, I, I believe you entirely in that respect. <laughs> All right. Um, for those of you who have joined us, thank you. We want to appreciate. Uh, we really appreciate you tuning into these live coverages that we do. I swear to God, we're going to stay on topic. Robert isn't going to tell you about his various gimmicks and I am not going to tell you about all the classic pornography that I'm aware of. We will, we will talk about boxing. I swear is it. Um, uh, but I look, assuming, assuming tank Davis gets to the ring at some point. Yes, we will. <laughs> but I wanted to say thank you. If you are hanging out with us on YouTube, Twitch, or Facebook, and you want to drop us a line, ask us what we think, um, make a comment, feel free to throw it into the comments. Uh, do, do anything I see, other I than respond. Do, do anything other than hurl profanity at us, and we're happy to throw it up on screen. Depending on the profanity, I might put that up, too. Yeah, um, but we, look, we would like to stay monetized, so we, we request <laughs> no profanity. Tank Davis versus Isaac Cruz. <laughs> Isaac. Um, how do you see this one playing out? Well, this is a... Uh, Isak Cruz here is stepping in on somewhat short notice, especially for boxing, where you don't get a yeah, lot of replacements. This was supposed to be Roley, right? Yeah, this was supposed to be Rolando Roley Romero. That fight, I think, Gervonta Davis would have won handily. Uh, Romero's, he's got uh, cojones, huevos, balls, <laughs> and he talks a big game. He talked his way into, uh, he was doing some interesting promotional stuff for this. He's a decent puncher, but he's nowhere near the level of Gervonta Davis in terms of overall boxing skill. And I actually think Gervonta is a better power puncher than Rolly. But Rolly guarantees action. And then all of the allegations of uh, various misconduct and assault came out against Romero. And we. And that was the end of that. that was, and then Rolly Romero died on the way back to his home planet. <laughs> uh, in steps, he saw Cruz. Cruz is a much better boxer than Romero. Um, the short notice, I think, is one of the things that's going to hamper him here. But overall, skill-wise, in terms of fight, this is a better fight than the one we were originally scheduled for. I still like Davis. Uh, I think fairly highly of him. Uh, he's got wicked power. He's a, got fast hands. He's a good overall boxer. People get hung up uh, calling him like uh, a protege of Floyd Mayweather, which he is. But their styles are radically different. Even you know, even younger pretty boy Floyd, who was quite willing to knock you the heck out, uh, was never quite what Davis is. So their styles are different, but uh, I, I think too many people get a little bit too hung up on that association. I still like Davis here. Um, he's the bigger man. He's got four inches of reach. It's a lot of reach, man. Uh, it's... I still like Davis. This is a better overall fight. I think Cruz will be a more competitive affair than Romero was going to be. Uh, this is also Davis's essentially audition to try and get a fight with George Cambosos because whoever gets Cambosos first is probably going to beat him. Well, to that extent, um, Eddie Hearn has been on social media since last night saying that they are looking for a May fight between Devin Haney and George Cambosos in Australia. Yeah, look... The way Devin Haney looked in the JoJo Diaz fight, I'm not saying he phoned in parts of that, but there's a somewhat long tradition in boxing of maybe looking a bit more vulnerable than you are, 
to try and sell yourself to a champion who gets his pick of the litter. If Davis comes in here and knocks uh, this guy out in less than five rounds, which unlikely, but not at all impossible. I say mm-hmm. unlikely, slightly unlikely. Uh, yeah, Cambosos is not going to fight this killer in his first title defense in Australia. He's going to try and hold on to the belts. Mm-hmm. So he, he might view Devin Haney as a more winnable fight. Frankly, Devin Haney is a more winnable fight. Uh, certainly, maybe not more winnable. Le- you're unlikely to absorb the type of physical damage against Devin Haney that you are against Gervonta Davis. So if they end up doing about uh, Cambosis Haney in May, as Eddie Hearn has been indicating, and Gervonta Davis is able to uh, re- retain his WBA regular championship against Isaac Cruz tonight, what's next for Gervonta Davis? Because, I mean, he's not going to sit around and wait for Cambosis and Haney to play out. I'm sure he's going to take another fight. So, you know, we're talking five months. At, at We're talking five months just to get to the other fight that I mentioned. And then maybe another two to three months. So now you're talking I, August, September. Again, it's a long I, look, way to sit out. If he's able to get mandatory status for that, he might. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, some of that will depend on whether or not he can actually get mandatory status or not. That's still up in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he's feeling froggy... And I know they're not quite on the same side of the political aisle, but they might be able to make something work, uh, depending on how uh, Al Heyman and uh, Al Bernstein, Bernstein, not Al Bernstein, um, Bob Arum get along. We might be able to get Davis and Vasily Lomachenko, which would be a heck of a fight. That was what I was going to throw out there. You know, after everything that happened with Tiafima Lopez last weekend, uh, presumably. And and Lopez... uh, Lopez's father has made it pretty clear that they're moving up to 140 for his well, next that's what fight. I, say. I, I think any plans at lightweight, you know, rematches with Lomachenko, uh, all of that, I think that's all falling to the wayside. I think he goes up to the next weight class. And I think of all the ideas that are out there, that's what I would like to see. I, you know, if they can make that happen with top rank, which would be, a, like, they all seem, the, the promotions seem to be getting along a little bit better. I think everyone's, you know, in the in the service of trying to make the the, the best fights they can make, um, it doesn't seem quite as contentious as it, it has been in years past. But some I, of I'm that repeating de- those words. Some of that depends on which fighter we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Sure. Or, uh, I mean, I mean, look, Bob right, Arum. Round one. Uh, I was gonna say Bob Arum couldn't be arsed to <laughs> help out Bud Crawford, no matter what he did. Oh my God! Okay, so we have Isaac Cruz is coming in swinging those lefts. Yeah. He's I, I Cruz again the abort the abort the shortened uh fight camp for this. Uh he, I think he's gonna be a little bit aggressive out the gate. Uh he doesn't really want tank to settle, and I don't think he's really confident in twelve round stamina given the totality of what he's had of what he came into this with. You know, I'm wondering, you know, they, they both had to have watched the Devin Haney Jojo Diaz fight last night or at least been shown new clips of it. I'm wondering if it was like, well, we got to put on a better fight than that at the very least. Jojo Diaz well, that was really, a good um, fight. <laughs> it was. It was one of the better fights this year. Uh, Cruz is really going at it here. He is putting Davis on his bicycle. Yeah, Davis moving a lot already. And uh, credit to Cruz fights in the uh, Mexican style. And that's a lot of forward pressure. It's a lot of action. It's a lot of keeping that keeping the opponent on their back foot. And uh, 
Uh, I know Tank didn't have the normal amount of time that he would have to prepare for this, but if if you weren't prepared for uh, Isak Cruz to be an aggressive, in-your-face mm-hmm. kind of fighter, uh, your coaching staff failed you miserably. So one of the things I'm noticing in this fight is because uh, Cruz is beca- is coming forward so rapidly and so aggressively, he's putting Davis not only on his back foot, but Davis can't get his footwork together at all. He's, yeah. he's he is fell fallen over his feet a few times now in this round, trying to yeah, get his, away his from foot, Cruz. Yeah, his footwork's not quite there yet. I think that'll sort itself out as this goes on. Uh, the other interesting thing to keep your eye on for this fight is the opposite stance matchup. Uh, Davis mm-hmm. tends to fight Davis fights Southpaw. Uh, Cruz is Cruz just barely fence. missed with that right man. He, yeah, you, you're right, he is not here for a long time, he's here for a good time. <laughs> yeah, um, Davis and I'm not, not looking the look on, I'm not looking the, the look on Tank's face. I mean, I'm, I mean, you can tell me if if that's sort of his typical fight face, but he, he got looks... nice little uppercut there from Davis. No, it was a, yeah, there was a good counter. Um, but just the, the kind of look in his face right now, like he's trying to figure this guy out. He's this isn't going nearly like he wanted it to in the first round. That much is no. obvious. No, and I I think he was prepared to an extent for the wild for the wildest because Rolly Romero again, not a technician. Mm-hmm. And I, I say that, and that shouldn't be too much of a controversial statement. So he should be ready for a bit of this. Uh, no. I, we have a knockdown. No, okay. That that that, uh, that I'm not sure I agree with that call by the ref, but that's his call to make. Well, uh, I was going to say it. Look, it. So my, without looking at the replay, uh, I guess we'll show it to us in a second. But it I, almost looked like he I was off like, balance. Yeah, he was, he was off. He was he off was, balance, and and okay, Davis, that okay. No, no, the, the ref had the right angle. He was, but the ref yeah. was between that punch and the camera, so mm-hmm. we didn't see whether or not that punch landed. That punch did not land. So, correct call by the referee. I actually think Cruz gets that first round. Oh, for sure. There's no way you give. So that I'm uh, the last time. The last time we did this, I didn't keep my scorecard up to date. Uh, that mm-hmm. would be the Lopez fight. So this time. I am going to have a little notepad open, and we're just going to... Okay. You're also frozen. You might want to refresh your camera. Ah, stupid camera. All right. I might <laughs> go away for a second. That's fine. Um, so, yeah, easy uh, 10-9 there for... You should be able to still hear me, at least. Yes, I can hear you. Uh, ten It's a 10-9 round there for Isaac right. Cruz. We'll see if he's uh, a little bit more composed this round. Not to say that he was out of control in the first round, but he was definitely super aggressive. Uh, yeah, a little bit more stalling this round. I think Davis is doing a little bit better job of tying up Cruz when he comes in instead of getting stuck in pocket brawls. Yeah, he's, he's evading a bit more now. He seems to have a better feel for what Cruz is trying to bring to him. And you're seeing some clinch work. Surprised that Cruz isn't trying to fight there. He's just kind of holding on when he gets tied up. I don't know. Neither man might like their odds in a in, in a clinch situation. So let's see how that continues to play out. But uh, yeah, this is much more, I think, what we expected the way this second round is going. Yeah. Now you've got Cruz, still the aggressor, still coming forward, but he seems a bit more settled and a bit less uh, wild. 
And whether or not that plays to his strengths or not, decent body shot from Cruz there. Yeah, you, you see here when we get to the clinch, neither man is really fighting to free their arms. Neither man's mm-hmm. throwing much. Uh, I'm a little bit surprised at that. I I think Cruz would be more well-served to sneak in body shots when he's there, to just do something with that position. Cruz is, like, diving into uh, Davis. Like, he charged him in that last exchange. Yeah, he's... He's starting his he's starting his entry from outside of punching distance, but he doesn't have anything in between. So right. he's going from all the way out to trying to just lunge in. If you want a better example of what maybe he could be employing as a by way of example, if you watch the second fight between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, Fury did an excellent job of starting way outside punching range, taking half a step forward to draw in some kind of reaction from Wilder or to just get into punching range without Wilder realizing it, then a f- deeper step on the uh, as a second, the second part of his two-step to get all the way in and, find, and be in punching range and land stuff. So one of the things that's happening here is Cruz is sort of coming in like a bull. He's tilting forward. He's charging forward. Um, Cruz and rushing is... at Davis. And every time he does that, Davis attacks the body. Yeah, Davis is doing a good job, especially with his left hand to the body. Whenever they get whenever Cruz comes in head low, his arms kind of go out like he's looking for a double leg. Now he's not hurt and he's not looking for a takedown. Mm-hmm. But he's trying to indicate that he's not wanting to stay there to the ref and you you keep your hands static, and that's kind of one of the indicators. And that's opening up his body. Nice little flurry from Cruz there, though, on the inside. And again, we tie up, and again, neither man does anything. That's that's just a lost opportunity from both guys. Cruz is all forward momentum here. Yeah, as I mentioned, he fights in the Mexican style. He is mm-hmm. all, he doesn't know how to take a backward step. As soon as he starts going backwards in this fight, that's when you know he's in real trouble. Nice left from Tavis there. Cruz tries to flurry back, but he's not mm-hmm. finding as many clean punches as he did. Uh, I actually know. I'm going to lean towards Davis for that round. No, no, that that was Davis's round for sure, and I'll tell you why. Because while Cruz was aggressive and was coming forward and all of that, as you said, not a lot of clean landed punches there. Um, he was really nice counter work, really off balance in a lot of those exchanges, and I think Davis was able to. I think the punch stats will show that Davis was able to land more of more clean punches. Uh, he might not have thrown as many as Cruz, but I think he landed more. Probably, and his body work in that round was quite good. So it really was. We'll see if how we'll see how Cruz holds up. I I don't think rushing forward like that and getting off balance is working for Cruz. No, not he to needs mention a, that I think he's going to wear himself out by the halfway through this fight doing that. He needs something uh, in, but he needs something in in the in between space to help him close distance. And mm-hmm. right now he doesn't have that. He doesn't have that. He's just trying to close with explosive. Mobility, and that's a losing strategy against someone like Javante Davis, who's oh. relatively fleet of foot and has good power counters. I th- he's he's resting on the idea that he's going to get like a flash knockout in the first half of this fight, and I would I would like to assume Davis has a better chin than all of that. Yeah, Davis has a pretty good chin. I mean, he's also not really been hit clean by a big power puncher, so mm-hmm. there, there's there is something of a question mark there, but. A nice little shot from Cruz there. Cruz now starting finally to punch on the brakes of these uh, pocket or clinch exchanges. If you're hanging out with us um, on YouTube or Twitch or Facebook, 
feel free to drop us a line, say hello, tell us what you think of the fight, give us your scorecards. We're happy to interact with you as we're uh, in round three here of Tank Davis versus Isaac Cruz. If you'd like to insult us, please do so without profanity. I know you can do it. <laughs> uh, I wonder how much... I wonder if some of the clinch work from Cruz isn't strategic to try and tire the arms out of Davis a little bit. Uh, decent enough left there from Davis. Yeah, both men with the power hand shots to the body. It's a solid enough weapon. But uh, Cruz coming in behind that high guard a bit more now. That's So Davis looks more self-assured in this round than he did from round one. He seems to have settled. Um, he's taking Cruz's uh, measurements here. Um, I think he's sort of gotten past the anxiety of, oh my God, this wild man is throwing these crazy punches. Um, can I stand with him? I think he figures, okay, I'm good now. And he's very settled and very composed and I'm liking the work from Davis. Yeah. He, he's kind of, he's kind of just operating now at this point. Yes. Cruz isn't doing the wild stuff and Davis has a pretty good read on him. Ooh, both men missing with some murderous punches there and <laughs> close. Uh, a nice little combo from Davis there. Yeah, Cruz is going to keep coming forward. He's not going to stop. You're going to have to stop him. No, but but what Davis is doing is he's making Cruz miss him. Yeah, and uh, the footwork of Cruz in terms of his, his uh, ring craft and his cutting has I'm kind of fallen off I'm loving what Davis is doing. Davis is countering and then stepping away, countering and stepping away. So he's scoring. So I'm like, look, he's not going to knock out He's not going to knock Cruz out with any of those Ooh, punches. That was a low but punch. he's winning the round. Yeah, he's also doing a great job of evading. He's not succumbing mm -hmm. to the pressure. He's uh, absorbing it and moving. Ooh, nice left from Davis. And if Cruz keeps walking onto power punches like that, Davis hits more than hard enough to end your night. So. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how easily Isaac Cruz... Um, Cuts or, or gets uh, bruised up, but he's going to suffer from accumulated damage over time. And you're going to get to rounds eight, nine, ten, and he's, you know, he's going to have some difficulties. All right, so we are twenty nine, twenty eight. Davis after three. We're in the corner now with Davis, um, and we have the volume down so that we can talk and and cover the fight. But what do you think the corner's telling him? Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Keep making him miss. Keep countering. Uh, we're probably going to have another round or two before uh, Davis really, before Davis starts feeling comfortable going forward and applying his own pressure. Right now, mm -hmm. it's just about damage, deterrent, keeping uh, wear the other guy down, but just stay sharp. Don't get into any trouble. Right. The the difference between this and the Haney um, the Haney fight from last night is Haney. Got was right there with Jojo Diaz the entire fight, and they messed each other up good. The point being, um, Diaz was able to draw Haney into a fight in the phone booth. That <laughs> and and Haney, depending on did your... not always look very composed. And Davis here Haney's... now that is is taking control of of the ring craft and is controlling the pace. Yeah, his ring generalship is really on point. The other issue with Haney, just to briefly go back to that, that. Uh, I don't think is at play here for Davis. Haney's a bit chinny. Mm -hmm. Now he's, I don't think he's ever really been stopped. Uh, he might be undefeated overall. Forgive me. I forget. Uh, but if he does, most world champions in boxing have less than, you know, three losses. 
Hey, Davis going for a body slam there. Cruz wouldn't get up for him. Well, Wrestling you know, jokes, everybody. You got a sandbag on occasion. Make him work for it. <laughs> Cruz starting to target the body. It's a smart adaptation. The way Davis is moving, the head hunting won't work, but the body will be there for him as Oof. we see him starting to flare with that along the fence. Cruz. Uh, yeah, Davis is having to adjust again now that the body work's becoming an issue. Uh, yeah, you're right. He tried the old belly-to-belly -belly suplex, and <laughs> Brock Lesnar, he ain't. No. All right. After an admonishing from the referee. Yeah, Cruz is starting to find uh, those body shots are going to be a problem if Davis isn't wise to them. Yeah, you're right. That, that left glanced at best. Sorry, I'm just a little bit behind Mark, uh, per usual. Yar. And look, I also live in a state that gets a lot of, yeah, the referee. He's not, <laughs> he's not, ha he's not particularly pleased with the conduct of both of these gentlemen. <laughs> so, as I said earlier, uh, over the course of four rounds, Cruz has slowed down considerably. Yeah, he came you, you out. Just, you just can't fight at that pace for, you know, round after round after round. You eventually you get tired. You also yeah, don't I, keep falling all over yourself. I also, I mentioned this before, you know, there's a reason most boxers don't take short notice fights. Part of that's because of the conditioning necessary mm -hmm. for these really drawn out fights. I mean, we're talking 12 potential rounds here. You have to get yourself in proper condition for that. Uh, Which is Cruz not to slides say that... in there, goes to the body. She's trying to back Davis up into the corner. Davis doing an, an effective job of fighting out of that corner and scoring some big hits on Cruz. Yeah, probably the closest round of the fight thus far. Uh, both mm -hmm. men whiffing on uppercuts, but I'm still lean. I might lean towards Davis here just a hair. Uh, actually, no. Now that I think about it, I'm probably going to... This is a close round, so... Mm -hmm. I'm not going to object to going to giving this one to either man, but I'm going to lean towards Cruz. So I'm even at uh, 38 all after four. Be hard pressed to give that one to Cruz personally. I that to me, I saw that one for Davis. And if I, I, said, I, I'm I'm not I'm not married to my scores here. Doing yeah. these live is always kind of a pain because you're doing about four other things. No, I get it. I keep yeah, I keep looking at the screen uh, to see if anyone's uh, hanging out with us, but um, and people are, and we great we we are grateful for your participation in the evening's festivities. Yeah, we love you guys. All right, round five of this WBA regular lightweight championship. Yeah, I would like I, to see, I, I would like to see Davis. Uh, by Cambosis, just so, just so we can unify, just so we can not have a regular and a super WBA champion, and just have a WBA champion. We're gonna. Well, Haney also has a belt that Cambosis uh, has a super variation thereof. So we're gonna get that one way or the other. Yeah. I just, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of the WBA just uh, distinguishing between regular and super. I think it's 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 an annoying thing. But I'm a man of simplicity. One belt. Uh, That's it. Yeah, you know, I appreciate your desire for that, but there's too many. There's too much boxing in terms of number of boxers. No, there's too it. many sanctioning organizations, and the federal government 
of the United States by law now uh, has to sanction any organization that can put forth a reasonable degree of literacy. And there's a reason we only care about so many of them. I know I got it. Um, speaking of which, I'll have to ask you about Anthony uh, Yard during the next break. But anyway, uh, yeah. as we get into round no, five. I, I don't think anyone cares about Anthony Yard. I watched it. Um, you just like saying Yard. Yard. We are halfway through this round. Um, we called very little of it. But uh, it yeah. hasn't been a terribly compelling round. No, in, in all fairness. Davis has pretty much stifled Cruz's attack at this point. Yeah, let me look. Davis is winning the round. There's not really an argument against that. Cruz is still trying, but Cruz's um, I, I, his lack of preparation is starting to show. And I, I give him all the credit in the world for taking the fight. Uh, Another admonishment from the referee to Javante Davis. I don't think he likes Davis holding in the clinch the way that he's been doing so. Mm -hmm. So, and I mean, that's a fair criticism of what Davis has been doing. So you know, the ref's just kind of doing his job, but he's also not been terribly involved and that's good. You don't want, you want the ref involved as little as possible. So uh, good on him as far as that goes, but yeah, Davis should need to just, just needs to clean up his clinch game a little bit. So that exchange there um, mildly amusing to me because Davis planted his feet and he threw a combination. And I think he was really hoping he would open up Cruz for some power punches. And we've been talking about how Davis has been making Cruz miss for most of the fight so far. But uh, Cruz did a really fair job there of making Davis miss when Davis was prepared to fire some bombs. It was a, a missed opportunity for Davis, to say the least. Yeah, when Davis loads up and really goes for the kill thus far, Cruz has had a pretty decent read on his power punches. When mm -hmm. Davis is more composed and a bit more technical, he's been able to land with a degree of consistency. Ref in the corner with Javante Davis now, telling him to behave himself. Yeah, he... I don't know that he'll take a point from Davis necessarily. I mean, mm -hmm. he should if it gets bad, but you really, if you're Davis, just don't, you just don't want that to be a factor in what's going on. Well, if it gets, you know, if things, if the demeanor of this fight changes later on and he's lost a point due to misbehavior, he's really going to kick himself. Yeah. I mean, he's up here at least one round, maybe two, uh, depending on who you are. Uh, again, I have him up 48, 47, but. If you're 49, 46, I'm not arguing with you. Round six. All right. Cruz comes out swinging. Cruz is kind of nearing. I think Cruz knows he's nearing the end of what he could effectively prepare for. So he's got another couple of rounds where he can just go for broke. And he's going to go for broke if he can. But if this hits rounds like eight, nine, I think he's basically going to turn into a heavy bag at that point. So I'm wondering how much Davis is now trying to get Cruz out of there that uh, he, he'd like to see this fight come to an end sooner than later. Uh, I think he I don't think he wants to go the distance. I just know he's look at his footwork now in this round. So before he was he was doing a lot more circling. He's planting a lot more now. Yeah, yeah. Davis has started coming forward Uh in not consistently, but in spots. And mm -hmm. instead, when Cruz starts backing up, that's when you know he's in trouble. So 
Davis definitely doesn't want this to go the distance. We might get another round or so. Mm -hmm. But now, Davis is, start is starting. Davis is starting to walk Cruz down. He's uh he's changed. He's changed. He's changed his tactics. Tactics, yeah. Uh, we're getting some more comp some more like phone booth fighting out of these two, and mm -hmm. both of them have a degree of success there. Cruz has done some decent body work thus far, but I don't think he has the gas for this, uh, not long term. And I think Davis is going to start pulling away, mm -hmm. and definitely and that's be wants frustrating to end this. for Cruz because you know with each successive round, Davis. Um, builds up his lead. Cruz isn't getting anywhere in this fight, and he's only getting tired, more tired as the fight wears on. He's certainly not, you know, not he's certainly not getting any stronger or faster uh, as uh, as time moves forward. So, I, I think you're going to start to see Cruz something something along the lines of like a plant Canelo situation, where I think just as time goes on, he's realizing I don't know what else to do with this guy. I kind of threw out my best stuff in the first three rounds. Yeah, and the style that Cruz presents does not necessarily uh, provide the same opportunities for score differentials that Caleb Plants does. As yeah, we see Cruz still, and Cruz has started coming forward again. He really did not like backing up. But at this point, Davis has a really good read on what he's doing. So he's not nearly in the same kind of danger when they do get close. And he's starting to snipe with that left. Uh, when, Ta when Davis unloads in combination, he's got fast hands and power. But mm. at the moment, he's still doing a lot of one, uh, a lot of pot shotting and then moving. All right, I we're think down to the last 10 seconds around six here. Yeah, I think he's going to do that for maybe one more round. We'll probably see him come out in the next round, do a little bit more forward motion, just to kind of induce Cruz to continue wearing himself out. And then by the time we get to like eight, is probably when we're going to see Davis really start to unload. So earlier today, um, no, it was yesterday, rather. Uh, yesterday, prior to the Devin Haney fight, we also had a rematch between Lyndon Arthur versus Anthony Yard, which ended in a knockout, and Anthony Yard getting his titles back. Um, there was some talk about what's ne up next for Yard. Uh, I think he's... I think they're trying to put him in a WBO fight, from what I read. Yeah, they're, they're looking for some kind of quasi-title fight for him, which, I mean, alright, I can't stop you, but... <laughs> um this weekend coming up this being sunday uh, uh saturday the 11th there's 107 fights going on yeah that's <laughs> going to be a busy day for the fights good grief <laughs> the one fight i will be covering uh will be lomachenko versus comey on espn with uh pat mullen and that was by request of pat mullen i actually hadn't planned to do any of these um, and Robert will be doing UFC two, uh, UFC 269 Oliveira versus Poirier. That is a that main event, man. Oliveira and Poirier is a if you're at, if you at all follow mixed martial arts, that's a great fight. All right, round seven, well underway here. So uh, Farhood's card gave the first and the fourth to Cruz, which I think is about what you did. That's exactly what I did, and I feel dirty for agreeing with Steve Farhood, but such is life. Well, look, better him than Chris Mannix, I suppose. Oh my gosh, Chris Mannix. Boy. Look, he collects his paycheck from the promoter and the broadcast team, and it's very <laughs> obvious. Yeah. 
yeah, this is going a little bit like predicted. Davis still kind of inducing crews, slipping, countering, pot shotting. He's he he wants to end this, but he's also I think still a little bit wary of what Cruz offers, so he's not going to do anything stupid. Hmm. But he he's he's picked up the pace for his countering from the outside, and that's starting to add up. Uh, he started going a little bit more to the head. Uh, I would like to see him still invest to the body a little bit, but uh, Cruz still game, still finding some punches here and there. Mm. But he's not pushing Dave. This is not what it was the first two three no. rounds. Uh, he's not pushing Davis him and had to circle away from Cruz to save himself. Cruz Davis is very much in this fight now. I also think, uh, to his detriment, Cruz is not using the clinch whenever they tie up. He's just content to let the ref break them. Well, I'll tell and you, he took some body damage in those clinches. He's taken some, but he's not using it at all. And I mean, maybe he feels completely overmatched there based on what he feels physically when they tie up. Okay, Cruz looks done. Like, I mean, yeah. he looks gassed out. <sighs> Aborted tra- again, like those abbreviated training camps, man. For a twelve-round fight, mm-hmm. that'll kill you. Uh, we got some blood to- here on Cruz. Yeah, Davis is starting to get him to the ropes and is starting to just uh, really unload. And we see Cruz doing a lot of backing up what, now, and that's what, what really what where Davis he can't afford to be. Is he'll tend to back back up towards the ropes. Cruz will pursue, and then Cruz walks into a uh, a bit of a buzzsaw, and then it's just rinse repeat. Yeah, so watch, see, see, he starts to walk backwards a little bit, and Cruz goes, "Oh, you're backing up," and he follows him, and then boom, 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 Davis uh, traps him with a, with a combination. Yeah, j- just induce the forward motion, then have the counter ready. Cruz's right. face is getting a little bit busted up too at this point. Mm-hmm. Oof. Look at the way he when when you catch up to it. Look at the way he walks back to his corner. That tells you the tale right there. Yeah, he's he's not doing good. I mean, we're not quite ten eight territory for round seven, but no, that, we're, that's be absurd. I, we're getting closer to it. Like the the trend is very much not in favor of Isak Cruz. Uh, if you're just tuning in first for the first time, or you've heard these hither and thither, Robert and I did the Tiafima Lopez. Uh, Cambosis fight last weekend. The weekend before that, uh, myself and Daniel Lasby did Bud Crawford versus Sean Porter. That was a pretty great fight. And then um, the weekend before that was nothing. <laughs> and then uh, myself and Chris Bailey, Chris Bailey, Chris Bailey did uh, Canelo versus Caleb Plant. So we've had a bunch of these going all the way we started them in earnest early this year with Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. And we've been trying to go just about every weekend uh, with these live coverage fights. So I hope you'll check out there in the archive at w2mnet.com. Uh, they're also all uploaded to our YouTube page, w2m. Um, some of them are on Twitch. Some of them aren't. <laughs> and they're well, all on our Facebook page. Given our lack of even affiliate status on Twitch, you know that you don't get a deep backlog. If you want to help us on Twitch, please give us a follow. Oh. Uh, that was a slip there, but looks like he tripped over his own feet. Round yeah, eight, by the way, Cruz, we're talking about Isaac Cruz. Cruz's legs are not here anymore. This is what happens when you don't have adequate time to prepare. Uh, he's going to start falling down more and more. <laughs> But yeah, we've um, we've been covering the fights pretty, <clears throat> pretty steadily since Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, and then there's a whole bunch in the archive from years past. 
uh, from various feeds and various fights. I, I very much enjoyed burying Deontay Wilder in that third fight. <laughs> <laughs> we covered all three of those, and we covered a couple more Deontay well, Wilder uh, fights. They were you and I did Deontay uh, did the second and third fights with Wilder and Fury. Because mm-hmm. I was yeah. not I was not there for the uh, preview yeah. that you did with Pat and John War. John War, yeah, for the uh, the second fight. But you and I covered the second. You and I covered the third. We've done uh, I, um, next weekend. I have I'll terrible be doing... luck for Deontay Wilder. Apparently, uh, in two weeks we'll be doing the Jake Paul fight. We've covered a bunch of his uh, too. His fight with Tyrone Woodley and Ben Askren. So that's all there in the archive. Check it out: w2mnet.com, w2mnet on on uh, YouTube. Um, all of our boxing commentaries, plus our history of boxing, uh, heavyweights history of heavyweight boxing series, and our current in progress. Four Kings of Boxing history show. So that's all there for you. All right, back to the fight here. As Isaac Cruz giving it his best shot. He's trying to, you know, give some hooks to the body there. Maybe uh, open Davis up for some power punches. Take back one of these rounds. Maybe do, I, you know, cut him up, do some damage. I think Cruz knows this is his last round. Like, I'm not saying that he's going to get stopped in this round or the next, but this is his last hurrah, and he knows it. So he's he's trying everything he can to just be aggressive, mm-hmm. uh, to fluster Davis, to get in his face and you know, do what and he can. And go for a but... double leg. Yeah, he's his gas tank is not there. and He looked like he was trying to eliminate him from the Royal Rumble there for a moment. Well, you know. If you can get and yourself disqualified, here's the problem. that's a month away. And if you can get yourself disqualified, you know you can go for it. <laughs> and okay. the rumble's Re- over a month away. Like that's the end of January. Refresh your camera again. Oh, stupid camera. So, yeah. So towards the end there, <laughs> Cruz uh, just bull trying to bull rush Davis. <sighs> having a hard time staying up on his feet. He's throwing with everything he's got, but he doesn't have a lot of mustard on anything he's got at this point. Yeah. I said, I think Cruz knows this is his last hurrah. He might get a couple of minutes of wildness uh, to Mm -hmm. start the ninth, but that was basically all he had. So this is going to go bad for him in a hurry. At this point, if if you're Davis, we're going into uh, round 10 here. I think he just needs to stay calm, stay composed, keep doing what he's doing. He's not marked up. He's not out of breath. He has his fight well in hand. You know, don't do anything stupid. You'll be just fine. Round yeah, 9 or 12. He's taken a few, he's taken a few shots, but... Mm-hmm. But this could be over in a minute for him if he gets a little too cocky in there. So what I want to see Davis do, you know, and, and again, it's not always the most fan friendly of things, but is don't don't go crazy trying to get a knockout. The knockout will come naturally as Cruz starts to drop his defenses. What I don't want to see him do is go nuts in there. He'll get opened up, and then suddenly, you know, <laughs> suddenly he, he him and Tiafima Lopez are on the canvas looking at each other, going, "What just happened?" Now he's going back to the body. He's being smart about this. And mm-hmm. Cruz still finding spots, but he doesn't have the energy for a real sustained push at this point. To Steve Farhood nice gave that left. last round to Cruz. 
Not yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm not entirely sure what Farhood was watching in that last round. Uh, yeah, me neither. I, I disagree. He might be overvaluing Cruz's activity, despite the fact that it didn't do a whole lot. Uh, yeah, Davis still pushing forward. Yeah, he's Davis is settling into trying to end this. So. I imagine we'll get there in the next three rounds. Uh, well, I mean, it's round 12, so by definition, we'll be in the next three rounds. Well, no, because we have this one and then, you know, 10, 11. Uh, I mean, Davis is not at all also averse to going to having a late stoppage. I mean, he was late in the fight when he knocked out Leo Santa Cruz as brutally as he did. I mean, good grief. Javante right. Davis still content to just plant and throw some big... Uh combinations yeah he, he's not he's not landing a whole lot of anything no but he's also not yielding as much ground as he was before and i think that's mm -hmm. a problem for cruz he needs davis to not be able to plant at all and davis has started finding spots to do that i think that's largely down to cruz's legs not being there anymore he's cruz is content to relax his legs and stop being as wild with his forward pressure uh davis is also a little bit too in love with his left uppercut it's become a bit predictable. Mm -hmm. So, and if you only really have to worry about the one punch, then, you know, it's fairly easy to avoid a singular attack. Good body punch there from Cruz. Yeah, he's still finding spots. Uh, I don't know, he might be able to gut through the final rounds. I'm not sure. If 10 seconds left of round nine. Uh, another pretty, another round for Davis from where I sit, but you know. Mm -hmm. Workman, workman-like conduct here from Javante Davis. Yeah, he's not doing anything too spectacular. As I mentioned, he might also be doing a bit of the gamesmanship thing at this point to not look as dangerous as he could be in order to try and sell himself as an option for Cambosos. Uh, for the record, I do favor both Haney and uh, Davis to beat Cambosis if those fights happen, but. Uh, we have a friend in the uh, following us on Twitch who just wanted to know who was winning. And I said, Davis is winning. He's won all, but according to Steve Farhood, three rounds so far. I think Farhood only gave him. No, yeah, Farhood gave him one that I didn't. So Farhood has him up, has him only winning three. I've got him winning two. Uh, pretty standard stuff from Davis thus far. So January, I was looking at the calendar, and other than the pay-per-view on January 1st, which is going up against WWE's day one for those that care about such things, not a whole lot of activity in January. Um, and what what there is, I, I'm not going to be around to cover, which is unfortunate. Well, oh, you'll be Isaac in. Cruz is just is starting to batter Davis in the corner there. I think that's a calculated risk by Davis. He's letting Cruz kind of blow his energy in the first little bit of this round. And yeah, then no, he no. He, he was able to absorb that just fine. I didn't think he was in trouble there. But, you know, definitely an interesting strategy to sort of just sit in the corner and let Cruz wail on you for a minute. Yeah, well, if you're not too worried about the power coming back, you can let the mm. guy wear himself out a little bit uh, if you can do so safely. Uh, 
my camera freezes again. Yeah, let me fix that. All right, Javante Davis putting the pressure on Isaac Cruz. Yeah, not, we're seeing the dividends start paying off almost immediately of what he was doing. He's just let he let Cruz have, you know, 30 to 40 seconds of giving it his best and giving it the old college try. And then as soon as that energy was expended, it's back to act, it's back to the forward pressure, back to doing what you do best. There we go. So they clinched again. Um, Davis had him in kind of a front face lock and then put a shot, uh, gave him a shot to the body. And once again, the ref Ted, knock it off. Yeah, I mean, he's not. Davis cleaned up his act a little bit after a bit, but uh, that's, you know, ref, you've been letting him do a lot. You do a lot of stuff. Just be consistent within your own within the round please he's more after him for holding and hitting rather than what he the fact that it was in the clinch he doesn't like pulling down on the head and in fairness you're not supposed to but each ref has a slightly different strike zone about this kind of stuff yeah davis now trying to goad Cruz a little bit uh which will work you know Cruz is gonna keep trying he's gonna keep coming forward but I don't know. Davis, ooh, nice flurry from Cruz along the ropes there. Not as nice as it could have been, but you know, Davis might have got a, might be a little bit lax. Uh, he, I don't think he's quite to the point where he can be that relaxed with what he's doing. Davis uh, goaded Cruz around the ring and then back into the corner and wasn't able to do anything with the uh, with the ten seconds it took to get all that done. All right, so in the month of January, uh, again we've got the PBC Fox pay per view Lewis Ortiz versus Charles Martin. That's happening here in Florida, as a matter of fact. I can't That's believe a- they're at- I can't believe they're asking people to pay money for that. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's an all heavyweight card, and even I'm not getting it. Um, and then not well, the heavyweights only- are the worst. Shut up. Um, then you on know I'm right. The 15th is a good one. I just won't be around for it. We have Joe Smith versus uh, Callum Johnson on ESPN. Then that's, not, that's a pretty good free fight. And then you've got you're going to be busy. Uh, UFC 270 is January 22nd. That's it in is. Gun, Gun, Gun versus Gane. Speaking of heavyweights, it's Speaking just gone. So you keep saying. Um, the Royal Rumble is. Oh, so he keeps saying. <laughs> <laughs> the Royal Rumble is the 29th, and then we're into February with Jose Ramirez versus Jose Pedraza on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, close around the 10th. I'm still leaning towards Davis, but I think there's a. I think that's one of the few rounds of the last little bit that Cruz might have an argument for. Right, we're almost done here. We're in round 11 of 12. Uh, and I, my prediction, and of course I'm going to say this and watch Cruz you know, get dropped, but... I suspect this goes to the cards and Davis wins a comfortable decision and lobster. Uh, Lisa, at this point, Davis, Davis is not averse to late stoppages. He's had them before, but Cruz is tough enough. And I think the defense that Cruz has been offering might be stout enough to, to overcome this and, you know, give us the last survive the last couple of rounds. I mean, he's got this round and then two more to survive. And Davis, you if Davis is serious about this, now's the time to turn up the pressure. 
Well, we'll see if he's able to do so or not. Good, nice triple jab there from Javonta uh, Davis. Yeah, he's he's upped his lead hand activity. He's trying to set up his right hook a little bit more. He's been swinging it as a counter, which is not the worst thing in the world against an opposite stance fighter to bring that lead hand around. But Steve Farhood gave round 10 to Cruz. Like I said, there's an argument. I don't agree with it, but uh, Davis was a bit more lax about his ring positioning. Uh, Cruz was a lot more active that round. It's, uh, I I can agree with that more than I can the last round that he gave to Cruz. So for whatever that's worth, Davis kind of sticking his chin out there. Yeah, he uh, he's not trucking with any kind of <laughs> threat from Cruz. No, he also landed a pretty solid lead hand uppercut not too long ago. Uh, Good body shot from Davis. Yeah, Davis, I don't think he wants to see the scorecards. Uh, I lost track of the rounds at some point. Yeah, we're in 11. So just a point of fact, Davis was stri was uh, striking forward with some uh, jabs and straights there, and Cruz was effectively dodging them. Cruz is still game. He's just can't yeah, he's still over the here. Hump. He's, he's not a heavy bag, at least. No, 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 no. And it and and while well, he's it's one of these deals where he's losing, but he's not losing in large fashion. I mean, this isn't a. It comes across as lopsided because Davis wins more rounds than Cruz does, but Cruz is barely losing these rounds. He's not like ineffective from one round to the next. Uh, it depends on the specific rounds we're talking about, but yeah, he's not been he's never been uh, blown out of the water in any of these rounds. He's just, most of them haven't even been close enough for me to agree with half of the rounds that Farhood's given him. He's just so Farhood's been... given him four rounds so, uh, so far, right? Yeah, and I've given him two. So, yeah, there's... Uh, there's just not a whole lot of stupid camera. What the heck? You know what? I, I bet I need a... I kind of know what I need for this, but I can't fix it at the moment. So for those of you that are tuning in and would wanting to know who's winning, we've been, you know, we've been saying it all fight here. Um, Davis is winning by a fairly lengthy margin here. Um, uh, so we, we were just talking about Steve Farhood has it. Um, has only gave four rounds out of the 11 to Cruz. So Davis winning by a large margin. And we yeah, think I, I've we got Davis. Um, the 11th. Probably give that to Davis. Uh, so on my scorecard, I've got Davis up, what, 108 to 101. All right, we are in the final round of this championship match. The WBA lightweight regular lightweight championship, and it pains me to have to say the word regular or super when I do this. this yeah, hurts my well, soul. it should hurt your soul to put that many have to put that many letters in front of it too. <laughs> Davis, I've I've used the word composed here. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to say it differently. Davis is just keeping his game face on, employing his strategy, and he's got two minutes to go. 
that he is not pushing for a knockout here. And to Cruz's credit, he hasn't given him a lot of opportunities yeah. to get the knockout. I don't like think he, he's been in his face, but it, but not like the Haney fight from last night. This has been more. I'm here. I've, I'm employing my defenses. You have to work to land anything. But wow, Steve Farhood gave. <laughs> so Farhood has it. Davis to Cruz, one hundred five to one hundred four. Yeah, uh, fair enough. You. I, <laughs> I mean, what do you want? <laughs> Minute and 30 seconds left. You know, it's, let us assume for a moment that Steve Farhood uh, and the judges all agree. If Davis is not if Davis is uh, not careful, he might lose this round and and, and eh, might lose a close fight. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, it's a slip. Boy, he is lucky. Lucky. Very. That's the way the ref saw that. Yeah, I'm not sure I agree with that. <laughs> not uh, good yeah i mean not... for all intents and purposes it wasn't a knockdown not 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 according to the referee so he doesn't lose the point for it but not a good look davis and and as i was saying if you're not careful you're gonna let this one slip out of your hands if the judges see it the way steve farhood did yeah if he if he had lost that point, that could have been big. I mean, yeah, I don't see it as being that close, but. So he's got 20 seconds left. I think he just, I think now is where he needs to leave a lasting impression. Davis does. Yeah. And he's I mean, not really using the time. There's an argument. There's an argument. He's losing the 12th. I mean, yeah. he's kind of just coasting here and I, I don't think he wants to. Well, hey, the last Hey, the last time we saw somebody in a professional fight coast to victory, he lost. Uh, I mean, Sorry, in fairness, I don't, have an answer for that. I, I don't blame you. Uh, in somewhat fairness to Lopez, you know, he was also just completely gassed and apparently fighting with, uh, technically speaking, some air trapped in his chest cavity. No, I was thinking of Misha Tate's husband. Famously. Oh, plenty, plenty of people have tried to coast to victory since, and that's she was no, he but was you, never her you, you know the gag there. She told him, "You're winning. You can coast to victory," and he proceeds to lose the decision. I do know the gag, but one, he wasn't her husband, and two, that was like eight years ago. You might as well reference Benson Henderson again. Well, all things are possible through Christ. They are, but you use that uh, so indelicately. <laughs> They are carrying Cruz around the ring. Maybe wait until you've officially won first. My goodness. Uh, they're trying to sell it. I mean, I... Not sure about that last round. There is a case to be made this ends in a draw. If you're going with Steve there's, there's a bad case to be made this ends in a draw. I don't think you can give Cruz six rounds. I don't disagree with you, but if you're going with Steve Farhood's cards, what the story that Steve Farhood saw there was that towards the end, Davis gave it away. And if that's the case, you're closer to a draw than not. Uh, there, okay, let me put it, let me rephrase that and put it this way. There's no way, there is no case that Cruz won. I think the best case scenario for him is a draw. I and I don't think he's going to get that. I think he, I don't know how I score the 12th. 
Might give that to Cruz because I think Davis kind of gave it away. Yeah, so I would give it to Cruz. Let me give okay. it to, so they're showing the replay. He they got tangled up and he fell over his leg there. Okay, and then proceeded so, to do some break dancing. Okay, so yeah, we didn't get a good replay of that during the round. So I, I would have retracted the uh the call about that. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. that punch didn't even land. Yeah, sorry, I all right. So uh show stats. We have eleven to seven percent in favor of Davis and Jebs. 40 to 26 in power punches and 29 to 22 overall. I mean, if, if, if those stats are meaningful, they're not, you would, you would like to believe that Davis has won a decision here, but I guess we'll find out shortly. And so for the record, I'm 117, 111 Davis. Okay. I, you could maybe make the case for 116, 112, but. All right. Jimmy Lennon Jr. is about to, Settle this once and for all. Davis might be indicating he injured his left hand. Hmm. Be an unfortunate injury if he did. All right, scorecards. Here we go. Close. All three in favor of the winner. And still, All right, Javante Davis wins by uh, the by decision. Yeah, the, the two of those judges go in one fifteen. Uh, yeah, one fifteen, one thirteen. Not sure. That seems generous. Let me just put it that way. It seems generous. But as I said, there was no case to be made for Cruz winning. The most he could hope for was the draw. All right. Well, that wraps that up. Davis wins by bit of a lackluster performance out of Davis, all things considered. I mean, he got the win uh, when he very much needed, but I, I don't. All right. Okay. So uh, again, let me take a quick look through Twitter real fast. Um, uh, just a recap here for Bose hanging out with us and wanted to hear the scores again. The scores are 115 to 113, 115 to 113, and 116 to 112 for the WBA regular champion, Javante Davis. I don't know. Maybe, you know, in fairness, maybe listening to this with sound would change the perspective. Uh, the 115, the 113, the 7 to 5 seems a bit more prevalent than I thought it would be. But All right. Overall, not a bad fight. Um, we talked about this at the top of the card. And I'd be curious for those of you that are listening in on Facebook, Twitter, or Twitch, see what you think. Now you've seen the fight. You know that as I talked about before. The 11th round seems to be a bit more of a swing round. So, and I. They're talking about Kimbosis versus Haney. So what do you do if you're Javonta Davis next and sitting around and waiting for a fight is not a great idea. The way you think of if Lomachenko, let me here, let me answer this for you. Lomachenko gets past Comey uh, this week. I'm guessing that's what they do next. If they, if, if top rank and PBC can get along, I don't know where Comey ranks in the. Uh, I forget what belt Davis has. Which one was mm-hmm. it? D- Javante Davis. Yeah. PBA regular. Okay, I don't know where. Uh, Lomachenko's opponent currently ranks in the WBA, but mm-hmm. uh, again, that's certainly a possibility, and it's not one that I would, I wouldn't complain about getting to watch Lomachenko and Davis. Although, 
Davis a little bit like Lopez. There's something of an open question about how much longer he's going to be at 135. I mean, Davis started his career at 130. Won titles there, but that was a brutal weight cut for him. And he has, we've seen him now fight at 140. That might be more where he winds up landing. Up. I mean, if he didn't feel great about this weight cut here and that led to some of his lackluster fighting down the stretch, it's not impossible that he bumps up to 140. And there was a real chance that if, Lop, uh, if Lopez moved up by vacating all of his titles, he and Davis just met each other at 140. So I'm looking at the lightweight rankings on Bad Left Hook because, you know, that's, that's as good a place to go for rankings as any. Well, it is, yeah. but it's also not official relative to any sanctioning body. Um, they have Javante Davis uh, currently falling down from the previous week of whenever they did this from six to seven and George Cambosis uh, shooting up from nine to one. So it goes Cambosis, Lopez, Lomachenko, Garcia, Haney, Comey, and then Davis. So I'm just, it, it, look, if rank, if these rankings mean anything at all, and I'm sure you're going to tell me they don't. I'm not going to tell gonna, you they don't, but. I'm going to tell you that, you know, PBC and top rank need to hash out a Lomachenko, so provided Lomachenko wins next Saturday. Uh, we got to do Lomachenko versus Davis next. That would be my guess. Uh, we might get that. Um, you mentioned Garcia. He's He's been calling out Davis for a while. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, Ryan Garcia fought. I feel like it was January of 2020. Uh, he's fought this year, I think. Has he? I'm almost Let's certain. See. Ryan Garcia, American boxer. Uh, Ryan Garcia's last fight was Luke Campbell, and that was January. I was close. January of 2021. And that only was only a year the, off. Only a year off, and that was for the WBC, an interim WBC belt. You know. Uh, look, Garcia's been calling out Davis for a while. That might be the fight to make if Davis sticks around lightweight. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, again, that's still something of an open question. I don't think he's going to head out. I don't think he's exiting as soon as Lopez is, but I do think his future probably lies at 140. Lopez might wind up at 147. That's how big he is. Uh, Davis, I think 140 would be his ceiling in terms of weight class. All right, so next up for the alternative commentary team here on W2M, um, the aforementioned Lomachenko-Comey fight. Like I said, uh, December 11th is like Boxing Palooza on Fight TV or Sky Box Office, which, which, depending on where you're living. There's Clarissa Shields versus Emma Cozen. Um, there's Connor Ben versus Chris Algieri on DAZN. Uh, in Liverpool, and if you're in America, it's going to be in the middle of the day. Uh, Pat was talking this one up, um, this one happening in Russia. Uh, Dmitry Bivol versus Umar Salamov. Um, uh, Bivol's an interesting character. He's a pretty slick boxer. Um, I don't think he's quite as good as he's hyped to be, but he's, mm -hmm. uh, he's, he's still good. The aforementioned Lomachenko fight, which is the one we'll be covering, and then competing with that on Showtime is Nonito Denaire versus Raymond Garballo. Talk about shoving in all one. the talk about shoving in all the fights at the end of the year. Yeah, um, but and one day. Look, watching the ageless wonder that is Nonito Denaire continue to succeed in boxing is always a good time. December 14th on ESPN Plus from Japan is Noya Inoue versus Aaron De, uh, Depine. Um that'll be 
Dude, watching the monster box is a joy. That man is just a joy to watch. I might try to catch up with that after it happens. I can't watch it live. Um, Wuss. I, I have to work. Some of us work for a living. Um, the 17th, in theory, my friend uh, Paul Farr, who I used to roll jujitsu with, and him and I used to watch the uh, the UFC fights together when I covered them for 411 Mania. Uh, we'll be covering Otter Betterbia versus Marcus Brown. But if he trips and falls and can't make it, Robert Winfrey is perpetually on deck. Isn't that wonderful, Robert? Ain't it just. <laughs> and then uh, Saturday night's all right for fights, if you ask me. We got Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. And that'll be myself and Daniel Lasby. You they two masochists. The, uh, they canceled the Triple G fight because of the Omicron um, thing happening. That's a, that's a darn shame, man. That was such a good fight. So um, I think that's going to be it, though. I think after the Jake Paul fight, we're done for the year. However, um, if my wife decides to go to bed early Christmas Day and Robert has nothing else to do, I might drag him into the uh, the PBC Fox fight happening on Christmas Day from New Jersey. Uh, What's that? Vito, Vito Milnicki versus Nicholas DeLamba. Why? Uh, Just... We like doing this. That's why. <laughs> we like doing this when the fights aren't garbage. <laughs> oh, it's a free fight on Fox. You're watching Fox. You give us three minutes, we'll give you an ass. All right. Um, <laughs> and then my, uh, my critic uh, impression. All right, that's it. That is uh, all of our boxing coverage for the evening. Just a real quick uh, series of regular plugs. Um, it's now after midnight, Monday, December 6th, as this thing is ending here on the East Coast. Later on this evening, myself and Jason Teasley will be doing a triple feature for some new movies that are out there streaming. There's King Richard, which stay in date on HBO Max, The Guilty and Night Teeth, which are both on Netflix. Uh, myself and Christian will be reviewing War Games, uh, which was also happening tonight, but we were watching boxing instead. And then in the evening, I will listen to David Wright, Robert Winfrey, and Alexis Haina talk about Cowboy Bebop, and I'm going to question my life decisions. Um, on Look, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. Mm -hmm. You're not the only one who is who that abomination has forced to question their life decisions. That show sucks. <laughs> Um, a show that doesn't suck is Doom Patrol. Myself and Jesse Stark well. will be reviewing. It doesn't. Doom Patrol Season 3. Uh, Thursday, myself and Pat Mullen will be continuing the aforementioned Kings of Boxing uh, podcast. We're up to Chapter 6. Sugar Ray Leonard versus Tommy the Hitman Hearns. The showdown at the palace. You're blowing uh, it, kid. Friday will be a re-air of the review that i guess i wasn't on this one um as i look back on it i don't know i don't know who you did this with but it was you and somebody reviewing crimson peak uh, um Guillermo del toro that was probably me and jason probably and then um saturday um along with the 106 seven boxing events kicks off spider-man week and we're kicking it off with everyone loves a bad guy spider-man's rogues villains and that's Rogues week. Gallery. Rogues, yeah, sorry. I'm tired. Rogues Gallery, uh, as we gear up for Spider-Man. show. Spider-Man Breaks the Multiverse, or No Way Home, however you like it. So 
we will have from this from the 11th all the way through the 17th and even beyond we will have crap tons of spider-man content literally there's a spider-man show of some description and sometimes more than one dropping between december 11th and um december 21st wow Just also for the record that everyone loves a bad guy was recorded uh, I, uh, multiple years ago. I have give you the exact air date in the description, as well as when I do my recorded my new intro for it. Um, be kind to that one. Not a great, <laughs> not a great episode. Okay. The, look, right. there's some episodes that aren't great. That one's not great. All right, go, Robert's going to tell you about all his wrestling and MMA coverage, and then we're going to get out of here. Yeah. Uh, Yesterday, I covered UFC on ESPN 31 that saw Jose Aldo defeat Rob Font in a pretty good fight, actually. Should have been fight of the night, but it wasn't because reasons. They're not good reasons, but I'm sure they exist. The reason is shut up. The UFC does whatever they want. There is no sanctioning body. So you can listen. So you can find my full report for that over in the MMA zone of 411mania.com. Speaking of MMA, I host the 411 Ground and Pound MMA podcast. Wherever you're listening to this, you can find that show if you're interested in mixed martial arts. Uh, the episode I just recorded and ostensibly published before coming on here to do this was a preview of UFC 269 as well as a review of uh, yesterday's UFC on ESPN 31. Did you so talk about you... the Devin Haney fight? Hmm? Did you talk about the Devin Haney fight? No. Oh. Well, sometimes you talk about boxing, and those are the sometimes. episodes I listen to. Yeah, because you do not support, you know, my work. I do support your work when you talk about something I'm interested in. Yeah, sure. You didn't want to hear what I had to say about that anyway. Okay. Uh, it's not a bad fight, but it falls into that middle of the good fight okay. things. And then it, it like, I would have spent more time yelling about the decision than anything that actually happened in the ring. So who cares? All right. Uh, this, uh, so no, I didn't, but I did preview UFC 269. So if you want my thoughts on Charles Oliveira and Dustin Poirier, as well as the rest of that card, please give that a listen. I also cover professional wrestling a few days a week because they pay you. Well, yeah, but like, that's only part of it. I'm going to tell you sometime. You know how I get gigs, right? As far as 411 goes for the most part. Yeah, nobody, everyone, they ask for a volunteer and everyone takes a giant step back and you're looking at a cloud. Not wrong. (laughs) So I cover professional wrestling three days a week over at 411mania.com. That's in the wrestling zone. I cover AEW's Dark Elevation on Mondays, MLW's Fusion on Wednesdays, Fusion Alpha at the moment, they've rebranded, and WWE SmackDown on Friday. This last episode of SmackDown sucked. The more I've thought about it, the more I'm angry about it, and I should have changed my overall rating. I gave it a not-so-good on a scale of 1 to 10. That rates it about a 5. Should have been a 4.7. Uh, not a good episode of television at all. And I say that as someone who got to watch his fondest wish come true, and Sami Zayn was almost murdered on screen, and I hate that guy. <laughs> not in the way you're supposed to hate a heel. And I still didn't like that episode. Not good. Yeah. But this week might be better. So I'll be covering it. If you're interested in any of that, the wrestling zone of 411mania.com. Please stop by and say hello. Uh, this, and Mark mentioned this Tuesday. I, that Cowboy Bebop show, man, the more I think about it, the angrier I get. It's so, it's so bad. It's so Can't bad. wait. Looking forward to it. 
Look, Mark's going to be over there going, I liked it. It was fine. Stop hitting me. As Mark, David, as David, Alexis, and I gang up on him and just. I, I don't even, I'm not even stating an opinion. I'm just going to play traffic cop. I wish you the best of luck. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. That's it. That is our, as I said, our live coverage, our alternative commentary for Tank Davis versus Isaac Cruz. Uh, hope you tune in for the next one. For those of you who tune into this, we greatly appreciate you. Please remember to like, comment, and subscribe to both our YouTube page. Uh, we are the next goal. We, we we've hit. We're hitting the goals that we set for ourselves. And the next goal I want to hit is to get two hundred thousand subscribers to our YouTube page so that we can get on Rotten Tomatoes. Because at this point, it, you only, <laughs> you're only asking for another zero at the two zeros rather. Sorry. Yep. So, you know, if you if you like us, please support us by subscribing to our YouTube page. The more subscribers we get, the closer we get to us getting on Rotten Tomatoes as um, as it actual is, reviewers. It is Mark's fondest desire to get our movie reviews up on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So um, if you could help us with that, yep. it'd be appreciated. I, I've seen the people that are on there. And in between Doug Walker and Fat Guy at the movies, I, I can't live with myself unless we at least take a shot at this. So uh, please help us out. Also, if you haven't subscribed to the audio version of the podcast on either uh, Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts, please do so. We have multiple shows that drop in a day uh, on our network between what I do and what Sean and Eric do and is, there's always something to listen to, whether it's soccer, football, boxing, movies, television, music, et cetera, et cetera. So, or, you know, there's even, there's even now a podcast dedicated to the history of game shows for those of you that like that sort of thing. If, look, if you are passionate about something, if you're interested, starting a podcast about it is not the worst idea in the world. If they're crazy. having fun, if they're having fun talking about it and you know, the history of American tell of game shows televised, in America is certainly a rich and interesting topic to delve into. Not quite as wild and crazy as Japanese game shows, but that's a whole <laughs> other battle. <laughs> Kettle of fish. Indeed. All right, folks, for Robert Winfrey, I'm Mark Rattledge. Be well, be safe, and behave.